How's your day been so far? Well, I'll tell you one reason my day has been so busy because, okay, so I am speaking to you on an iPhone 7. Yeah, I know. And this fucking thing is so old that every time I do a Twitter spaces, it gets overheated in 20 minutes. Oh, no. Um, and so finally, I got a new iPhone today. Oh. Um, but it's it's not but it's not connected yet, so I'm still using the iPhone Seven right now. Okay. But yeah, so I had to go pick it up this morning, and then I have to go to Verizon to like connect it. Oh, okay. But it'll be okay, right? I think you can also join from your browser if, if you need to. I don't think you can do that. I think you have to be on the phone. Um. Well, I hope. <laughs> I hope it. It works. It'll be fine. It'll work. It'll be the last one that you ever have to do on this phone. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, Leo's Leo's here. Hey. <laughs> Leo, Leo. I, I've never known how to say your name. I think it's, I think I think it's, it's Leo. just Leo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And Toppy... And then, I don't, that's a long name, <laughs> but yeah, I know, I know these people. Um, yeah. so let's just start talking, right? Or should we okay. wait more? So let's just start and I'm recording it anyway. So yeah. whoever comes, comes. So I'm just going to first, like, for the record, say that even though I know you, you have never told me to um, promote you or your wizards or anything. I just do it. I do it because I know the kind of person you are and knowing the kind of person you are, it's impossible to not, like, be very bullish on whatever you're doing. (laughs) You know? Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I mean it. So, um, like, I know, I know what you're capable of. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start. Tell, tell me about, and like some of these things I kind of know, but I've also never asked you like this in depth. So let's start out, like, just tell me about your background and where you're from and where you grew up. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm from a really small town in Kansas. Um, and I mean really small, a really small like farm town. My high school class had about 26 kids total in it. Um, so yeah, I grew up in Kansas. And then I went to school at the University of Kansas, and I studied art there. Um, And when I graduated, I realized there's no way to make a living as an artist in Kansas. So I decided to come to California to study animation. And I went to CalArts, studied animation. Um, While I was there, I created... Uh, an iPad app that went viral like three days after I created it. The one for cats? Yes, it's a game for cats. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
It's, it was it was the first game for cats. There's a lot of copycats now. Um, Frisky's cat food company copied us after we released ours, um, but ours is the best. And um, yeah, and then I when I after that I just I I messed around in animation in the video game industry. Um, yeah, is is that the kind of background information? Yeah, sure. For? So, okay. so what was it like um, growing up in Kansas, wanting to be an artist, but like knowing that you couldn't really do it there? Like, what was it like being an artist in a very t- tiny town in Kansas? It was kind of shitty, to be honest. Um, I mean. It, it, here, okay, here's what I liked about it. I, I really liked um, the countryside and the nature and all of that. Like, I would, this is going to sound so cheesy, but I would, I would like walk around in the woods and draw flowers when I was a teenager. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Yeah, um, and no joke. That's that's. I did that a lot. I've got sketchbooks full of flowers that I would draw just sitting out in the woods. Uh, mm-hmm. So so that was cool. But like, you know, there was no galleries. There were no museums. There was no art scene whatsoever. There were no other artists. There was not even an art supply store close by. Um, so you know that was difficult. Um, I, my art teacher in high school, I didn't really learn much from her. I hope she doesn't hear this interview, <laughs> but I didn't learn anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, like, have any sort of training until I got to college. Um, yeah. So... I also know that you've always really loved animals. Did being in the wilderness and like in Kansas, did that, did that have to do with that? Like, tell me yeah. about your love for animals. Cause I know you're obsessed with animals. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, and that, yeah, that's, so that's the other thing I did enjoy about living in a country farm town is there were lots of animals. Um, I would, I would always, like, find animals and catch them and bring them home. Like, once I brought a baby skunk home. Oh, my God. And it, like, it ran around in the living room and sprayed everywhere, and my mom was pissed. Uh, um, And, I, you know, I'd bring snakes and just, you know, all kinds of things home and freak my mom out. Um, So that was cool. And, uh, yeah, probably the, the, like the best animal adventure I ever had though was after college, I moved to Costa Rica for like six months and all I did was run around in the jungle looking for animals, um, of which there were many, like so many, the biodiversity was amazing. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think like once Forgotten Runes slows down, I want to, I want to like go back into the jungle um Mm. just take another like month a month or two off and maybe i don't know maybe go to the amazon or something when it slows down i don't know if it's gonna slow down it's probably (laughs) gonna be a long time until it (laughs) slows down yeah so a lot of your art like before we talk about the wizards i want to talk about your other art because um Oh, there's a lot of animals in that. And I feel like everyone knows you for your wizards. And 
you have not even shared a lot of the art that you've minted. Like, there's no links to it anywhere. Like, um, like you have three pieces on foundation that you've never tweeted. You can't even find the links in your bio. Like, I only saw them because I was scrolling through your OpenSea. <laughs> so, yeah. so, okay. First question is like, do the an you use a lot of specific animals like? tigers and wolves do those animals specifically mean something to you yeah they, they i mean they they operate on many levels they've got a certain aesthetic quality that i'm drawn to um they also or there there's an interesting dynamic between them the tiger is very um to me it's a very exotic animal uh because I'm an American, and so a tiger just looks very uh, mysterious and exotic. But then the wolf is is way less exotic, um, and it's you know I kind of feel like they're two sides of the same coin. They're they're predators. They're very powerful. Um, they're just strong, ferocious carnivores that are very attractive. Um, so I, I like pairing those two animals together. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, it's, it's more of just a gut feeling. It's, it's not really any sort of philosophical reason that I, that I use them so much. I'm just, I'm just drawn to them. Mm -hmm. So you started minting your art a year ago, September, right? Last September, um, or October, but I yeah I know I think it's September yeah September twenty twenty yeah yeah and I remember you telling me about NFTs a year ago. So, having been an artist for your whole life and then finding NFTs, what was that like for you when you like discovered this world? It was the fucking best. Cause, cause yeah, cause I've been into crypto for a, a while longer than that. Um, since was, like the spring. Yeah. I mean, I, I've known about like Bitcoin and Ethereum for a few years before NFTs and, but I never really dove deep. Um, and then when COVID hit, like we, my day job sent us all home to work from home. So I had a lot more spare time on my hands. And so I just started like researching new stuff and learning new things. And um, I got really into crypto and the more I learned about it, the more powerful I realized it was. And even before I knew about NFTs, I was already thinking like there, there's got to be some, there's got to be some way that art can intersect with the blockchain. Mm -hmm. um, and then I stumbled on crypto kitties and, and then um, Rarible came out and, you know, you know how it is. The whole NFT scene just like started popping at that time. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it was, it was like it was like the perfect combination for me, um, as you know, I'm sure every NFT artist suddenly realized it was it was it was revolutionary. It was groundbreaking. Yeah. I remember specifically when you were telling me about them and you described NFTs as the home you never knew you had. 
<laughs> you did say that <laughs> because like <laughs> because as, as a nerd and an artist <laughs> and that's like that's what you said about it and it was so cute <laughs> that's funny well it is i mean you know it's it's like like as far as being home like it's definitely like this amazing scene on the internet like the closest thing to it I feel like was Tumblr back in like 2011-ish, 2012. Yeah, and you were um, really big on Tumblr, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> Tumblr banned porn and then Tumblr died overnight because of that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I haven't seen that kind of energy until the NFT scene popped up on Twitter. And, and now it's, it's like 10 times what Tumblr was because you couldn't really sell anything on Tumblr, but... But now, like, I, what I just love is seeing all these poor artists, I was, which I was one, uh, are now suddenly, like, making a living on their art for, like, the first time in history. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell me, so, like, I, know, I already know that you've collected a lot of art from artists. Yep. Um, artists that you find selling their art on the street. Do you want to talk about that? Because I know that your apartment is full of that art, like so much that you can't even hang it all up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, my, most of my art collection is just in my closet because I don't have enough wall space. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's it's one of my favorite things, just buying art from artists off the street. Um, you know, because it's it's generally cheaper and it's it's a lot, most a lot of times it's better looking than what you'd find anywhere else. Um, and like you, you know, you get to buy it directly from the artist and like ask them about it, have like a face to face with them. Um, and also just like the style, I, I just I love like rough, gritty looking art that doesn't look like it. Like okay, I'm not. I don't mean this in a in a negative way, mm -hmm. but art that doesn't have like a lot of skill. Although even though I say that, I think there is a, a, a type of skill involved. Yeah, but not like you. you know, they went to school. Mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like no formal training, I guess. But they still like have a very unique, interesting style. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like one piece I'm looking at right now. I it's like. It's like an eight by five little piece of paper. And I bought it from this homeless kid for $2. And it looked like it took him like five hours to make. Mm. And, and I would have given him more, but I literally only had $2 in my wallet. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just like this amazing piece. And I, it's just, yeah. Yeah, I think know, I've seen that one. These just have that people in them. Yeah. I think I've, I think I've seen that one. Um, yep. so something else that I know about you and your apartment <laughs> is that, um, you have a lot of books and yep. half of your books are about animals <laughs> and half of your books are about magic and like yeah. esoteric shit. Yeah. So yeah. do you want to talk about like your fascination with magical wizard shit? Like where that came from? 
Yeah, let's talk about wizard shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yeah. I don't know. To, to me, it's 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 like an interesting study into just hum- humanity. It's, it's it's to me, it's it's almost an anthropological study. Um, like the esoteric spiritual stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, I don't know. Like like to me, there's an interesting line between art and religion um there, there's just so many parallels and overlaps between these two things and they each like occupy a space um for in, for the in the human psyche um and so yeah i mean i i think like one of the most interesting aspects is is like paganism and witchcraft and the occult um because you know these are all some of the oldest um, like, like religious archetypes, you like you can see a lot of this symbolism in in more modern religions. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, and it's just interesting how like as as they shift from culture to culture, region to region, they they change and they they get remixed, and every culture borrows and adapts and. Um, so so yeah so it, it, to me it's 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 just re- it's really just like this interesting anthropological study um, mm-hmm. with this this beautiful aesthetic layer uh, mixed in. Uh, and mm. So yeah so, so yeah so that's what I was trying to put into the Forgotten Runes Wizards Cult mm-hmm. section. So do you believe in this stuff then? Like, do you believe in magic? <laughs> um. Well, I'm not sure what you mean by believe in it. Like, like the kind of magic that I think is real is um, is the act of creation, creating art, writing, making music, dancing, just any sort of human expression that is pulled from this sort of um, raw, uh, informal... Um, place that's 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 in each of ourselves the 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 act of creativity is is what's magic to me and and i and i think like you know i think even when like a witch or a wizard conducts some sort of ritual that that's really what they're doing um you know i think i think i would i guess the difference would be like when a ritual becomes too dogmatic or too formalized then it's less art artful Mm -hmm. uh but I, I think, like, the best witches and wizards, like, create their own um, rituals and spells and incantations, um, if that makes sense. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. That makes sense. And, like, I've heard you talk about it before. Like, every, like we're all wizards. Like, coders are wizards. Artists are wizards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That exactly. kind of thing. So yep. when you when you first started Forgotten Runes project, like what were your expectations for it? Like, did you have any? Like, what did you imagine when you when you first started the project would come from it? Honestly, I thought when we first started, I thought, okay, I'm gonna make these ten thousand NFTs. And we're going to sell them in like a month or two, maybe if we're lucky. And then that'll be that. And I'll move on to the next thing. 
because I was like, I was like, I was like, the only benchmark I really had was CryptoPunks. Mm-hmm. And I just saw that like, okay, CryptoPunks sold, sold them. And then that's it. Yeah. And you were kind of earlier, but before like it, it became a collectible craze. Like when, when did you start this? Was it June or July? Uh, yeah, I think, I think I started making them in June. No, okay. no, no. Hold up. Wait, let's see. I'm getting up. It launched in I June. I think I started in April actually. Um, and then we released June 30th, or no, July 30th. Yeah. No, 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 it was before that. <laughs> it must have been June, but I think it was June. <laughs> okay, you might be right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it's true. Now I, I, you have admitted that I know more about crypto and NFTs than you do now. <laughs> it's true, you really do. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Um, but anyway, yeah, so you were saying you, you didn't have huge expectations, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, pour, I put a lot of effort into it and I wanted it to be awesome. But, but I, what I, I just didn't anticipate that it would continue after we released. Because I, like, like I said, I thought it would just be like another CryptoPunks thing where they release and then they're done. Um, but then, like, but then, yeah. So then we sold out in um, twenty minutes. That was a shock. What was that like? What was that like to sudden to? It, it was. It was unreal. It was surreal. It was. You know, what was really funny. Is I was FaceTiming with my parents as it was happening. <laughs> That's and cute. I remember my dad. He, he's like seventy years old. And the whole time, he just had this grin just frozen on his face. Because he didn't understand just like what was going on. <laughs> <You know? Aww. laughs> and, um, That's cute. And like, but, but, but like, yeah, I guess I, I kind of felt the same. I, I just like, I couldn't, I couldn't quite fully contend with what was happening. But anyway, so like, yeah, so then we had this like, suddenly I found myself with this discord of like 3,000 people. And they were all just like, what's next? What's next? And I was like, oh, shit, what is next? Um, <laughs> and so I was like, Dota, I want to keep doing this. I want to, like, do this for as long as we can. Because, um, like, you know, because I had so much more that I wanted to do with this project. And, I th- you know, I think, and Dota definitely does, does too. And so, yeah, and so a month later, I, I, I quit my job, my day job, because I had, you know, I, I couldn't quit that job and, Immediately, I need to wrap some things up there. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, so now I'm full-time on Wizards. Yeah, and you had been at your last job for a while, and you were, like, a, a founder, right? So it was... Uh, pretty much, kind of, yeah, yeah. I was I was there for, for, like, three or four years. I wasn't a founder, per se, but I was working there before it became a, a real company. So I was, I was there during the founding. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I remember like a year ago when you first started selling your art as NFTs and you were like joking around about, should I quit my job (laughs) and just sell NFTs? And then the next year it happened. Yep. 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 Yeah. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to that, like, you know, obviously I thought I was going to quit and just do my own NFTs, but my problem is I'm terrible about promoting myself. Yeah, you are. Like we were alluding to earlier. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, 
Like, I love making the stuff, but I, I just suck at Twitter. I suck so bad at it. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> You're so bad. <laughs> you are so bad at Twitter. Um, <laughs> why, why are you so bad at Twitter? Why have you never posted some of your art? Like... I, I don't know. I just... I, I just... I, I don't know, man. I, I just can't do it sometimes. I just... <laughs> I, I love making it, but talking about it is a totally different thing. Yeah. Um, I just suck at it. <laughs> well, it's okay because now you have like thousands of wizards like in your community and you know, it's not yep. just, it's not just you. It's like a whole. For yeah. sure. Well, and we also hired an awesome social media person to take it take over the Forgotten Runes Twitter page, so. Oh, okay. But yeah, so. That's good. When did you do that? When did we do that? Yeah. Um, we gave her, like, a trial run for, like, a few weeks, and then she transitioned to full-time, like, two weeks ago. Okay. Um, so, I know that you spend most of your time working on the Wizards, like, I know that you have zero time for pretty much anything else. <laughs> yep. because, so, like, what what percentage of your day do you think you spend staring at the computer working on your wizards? Oh, like 80, 90%. Hands down, easily. Yeah. As soon as I get up, the Discord has, like, 20 messages I have to reply to. Like, immediately. Before I get up. Because Dota... <laughs> Dota is in a different time zone, so he's he gets up way earlier than I do. Um, and then, and then, yeah, it's, it's like it's it's like it's like fourteen hours a day. I thought it was going to slow down, but it totally hasn't. Just because because we've got we've got animation going, we've got a game studio going, we've got a comic book in the works, we've got the Forgotten Souls burning thing. Um, we've got like three other things that I'm not even allowed to talk about coming. Uh oh. Uh, can I yeah, can I have guys. a hint? <laughs> uh, Dota would kill me if I even hinted. <laughs> um, but I will say that I think we're going to announce one or two of these things on the next Wizard Wednesday. Uh, okay. So, but yeah, it'll be announced soon. But yeah, and then, and then like we we've got like like we've got a, we hired a PR person who's like always like asking me to write things and give quotes for stuff. Um, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty overwhelming, but like, but I love it. Um, cause I, I think we're like, I think we're doing something very special. And yeah. Not, not, not necessarily just with the wizards, even though those are special. I think this idea of like decentralizing Hollywood is a really interesting concept. Um, like allowing fans or cult members or community to actually own characters that are seen in these other media expressions. I think that's a really interesting territory to be playing around in. Decentralizing Hollywood. Yeah. 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 So, so if I could give like an analogy, like, mm -hmm. like Disney, okay. Mm -hmm. Is the epitome of like centralized intellectual property rights like they own 
millions of, well, I don't know what millions, hundreds of thousands of characters. They own all the Marvel characters. They own all the Star Wars characters. They own the Muppets. They own... Um, mm-hmm. Everything. Are, they know, own they, everything. They own so many fucking characters, right? Yeah. And nobody can own those. And Disney holds those under lock and key and DMCA and a thousand overpaid lawyers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, let's turn that upside down. Let's... Let's make 10,000 characters, maybe more eventually, and let's let people straight up fully own that character. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least partially own them. Uh, we're, we're still talking about our lawyers to break it down exactly, but whatever. It's more than what you're going get, to get with Disney. Um, <laughs> and then, so, yeah, I, I'll let the lawyers like, spell that stuff out. So... So yeah, and then so it, like if you own a character and like it shows up in, in a comic or a TV show or a video game, like what does that mean? Um, it, it means a lot. And, and again, I, I can't really ex- give too many specifics because our lawyers are still like hashing it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it means a lot. Um, the reason I'm hesitant to give give specifics now is because the SEC is like. They're very, um, they're, they haven't defined NFTs yet. And so when NFT creators start talking about NFTs as investments, then you can get in serious trouble. So that's why I'm like mm. stumbling my words right now. Fucking Gary Gensler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, so we're in the process of like decentralizing Hollywood. Let's just leave it at that for okay. now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Okay, I've, I've pretty much gone through all the all the questions I wanted to ask. Um, cool. So, oh, so there's murals like people are painting wizard murals around all around the yeah. country so far. Yeah, that's really cool. So you're gonna paint one with me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would love. <laughs> honestly like because like I said I stare at the computer screen for fucking 14 hours a day I want to like get out and stand up and use my arms to paint something and not just fingers on a keyboard yeah okay um, I'll, I'll force you to <laughs> okay find me a wall and, and, and I found a wall <laughs> okay I'll, okay, I'll well, force you to step away from the screen my, I'll for- okay. and um Everyone will have to understand if if you're away for an hour. <laughs> okay, it'll take longer than an hour, but <laughs> um, it'll be fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um. No, but I'm curious. I'm curious if any uh, audience members have questions. I, I recognize a few people in here. Uh, yeah. If anyone has questions, you can request. Oh, Leo requested. Yeah. Yay. Um, one of my former coworkers is in the audience right now. I'm not going to... Oh, really? ...say who it is, just in case he wants to remain anonymous, but yeah. <laughs> but I see that Leo just, just came Yeah. <laughs> I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> oh, my God, this is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've been like all like I feel like we've just called like 
like high school friends who are just now like <laughs> yeah yeah totally well I'm like I am obviously just like a huge fan of your work like since day one I was just like are you kidding me I was like who it was like it's like your work is just like basically what NFT art like is to me you know like since day one I was like this is NFT art like this is deserving of like every amount of success oh thanks dude and I'm super happy to see everything going so amazing uh, with Forgotten Wizards called Forgotten Runes Wizards called and that's just like we we love we love to see it thanks dude (laughs) we love to see it thank you I don't really have any questions I just wanted to share that I'm super happy and Cryptonatrix is super amazing. <laughs> this is all good vibes right now. I'm enjoying yeah. this. We have another request. I'm going to accept. Um, yeah, I remember Mr. Elf showing me your work a long time ago. Leo also. That's <laughs> I found you oh, through him gosh. too. So <laughs> we have another speaker. Dr. Slip. Oh, hey. I used to work with Elf. Yep, there and, he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, um, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Dr. Slurp? <laughs> just working and listening to <laughs> your conversation, but like working at your old job. <laughs> yep, yep, right on. <laughs> like from home. Going. It's pretty good. It's pretty fun. Working on some crazy things, as usual. Very <laughs> right yeah. good. Yeah. Do you miss him? Awesome. Yeah, you talk more about it. Totally. I mean, Alf was one of the best dudes to work with, you know? <laughs> Thanks, dude. Sorry for outing your name. That was, like, accidental. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but we... I definitely miss you. It was always fun seeing, like, your work pop up in Slack. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Appreciate um. it. Yeah, but love what you're doing with the Wizards. Thanks, man. They're really cool. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you got one. Yeah. Dr. Slurp, were you into NFTs before Mr. Elf Wizards, or did this get you into them? Like, I was into them. Like, I tried to buy a couple before, like some of the Flying Lotus ones, but the Wizard was my first NFT, and now I own, like, a ton, like, in the last, I don't know, five or six weeks. Nice. Wow, Wizard Whale. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I got like, I don't know, five wizards. I have a POC page. Who knows what's going to happen to that? Wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I only have yeah. one. <laughs> but. Who's your wizard? Um. I, for, I forgot her name. <laughs> um, I, I for, the only thing I remember about her is she has a dick slicer, right? Yeah, she has a dick. <laughs> Yeah, like a sky there or whatever it is, and 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 an orange cat. Um, she uses it to castrate men, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if everyone like gets that, but like as a dom, that's like the that's the joke. <laughs> oh, I think they get it, crypto nature. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have her, I don't ever want to sell her, but I have her listed for 6.9 ETH just because, but yeah, I'm happy to never, I'm happy to hold her forever. 
Right on. Yeah. <laughs> mm, what else? Anyone else? I know that you have a meeting in like ten minutes, in like five ten minutes, and you have to go yep. soon. <laughs> yep. Has anyone talked about getting a wizard tattooed on them? Ooh, not yet. Oh my god! Uh, I'll, I'm gonna make you do it. You sh- I think you <laughs> well, should do it. You don't have any I, tattoos. You have to. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have no tattoos, but it, it might make sense for that to be my first one. It, it has to be. That's a great idea, Leo. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Now, yeah. now I'm going to force him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> or I will very strongly encourage him to do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's a good idea. Um, okay, well, this was, this was fun. And um, thanks everyone for coming. And thank you, Crypto Matrix. Yeah, thank you. I'll I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Thanks everyone for coming. Bye. bye.